Is it nothing to you, all ye that pass by? Behold, and see if there be any sorrow like unto my sorrow, which is done unto me, wherewith the Lord hath afflicted me. In whom we have redemption through his blood, the forgiveness of sins, according to the riches of his grace. O Lord, open thou our lips. And our mouth shall show forth thy praise. Praise ye the Lord. The Lord's name be praised. Psalms 40 on page 390 and 54 on 406. I waited patiently for the Lord, and he inclined unto me and heard my calling. He brought me also out of the horrible pit, out of the mire and clay, and set my feet upon the rock, and ordered my goings. And he hath put a new song in my mouth, even a thanksgiving unto our God. Many shall see it, and fear, and shall put their trust in the Lord. Blessed is the man that hath set his hope in the Lord, and turn not unto the proud, and to such as go about with lies. O Lord my God, great are the wondrous works which thou hast done, like as be also thy thoughts, which are to usward. And yet there is no man that ordereth them unto thee. If I should declare them and speak of them, they should be more than I am able to express. Sacrifice and offering thou wouldest not, but mine ears hast thou opened. Burnt offering and sacrifice for sin hast thou not required. Then said I, Lo, I come. In the volume of the book it is written of me, that I should fulfill thy will, O my God. I am content to do it. Yea, thy law is within my heart. I have declared thy righteousness in the great congregation. Lo, I will not refrain my lips, O Lord, and that thou knowest. I have not hid thy righteousness within my heart. My talk hath been of thy truth and of thy salvation. I have not kept back thy loving mercy and truth from the great congregation. Withdraw not thou thy mercy from me, O Lord. Let thy loving kindness and thy truth always preserve me. For innumerable troubles are come about me. My sins have taken such hold upon me that I am not able to look up. Yea, they are more in number than the hairs of my head, and my heart hath failed me. O Lord, let it be thy pleasure to deliver me. Make haste, O Lord, to help me. Let them be ashamed and confounded together that seek after my soul to destroy it. Let them be driven backward and put to rebuke that wish me evil. Let them be desolate and rewarded with shame that say unto me, Fie upon thee, fie upon thee. Let all those that seek thee be joyful and glad in thee, and let such as love thy salvation say always, The Lord be praised. As for me, I am poor and needy, but the Lord careth for me. Thou art my helper and redeemer. Make no long tearing, O my God. Psalm 54 Save me, O God, for thy name's sake, and avenge me in thy strength. Hear my prayer, O God, and hearken to the words of my mouth. For strangers are risen up against me, and tyrants, which have not God before their eyes, seek after my soul. Behold, God is my helper. The Lord is with them that uphold my soul. He shall reward evil unto mine enemies. Destroy thou them in thy truth. An offering of a free heart will I give thee, and praise thy name, O Lord, because it is so comfortable.
For he hath delivered me out of all my trouble, and mine eye hath seen his desire upon mine enemies. Here beginneth the 22nd chapter of the book of Genesis. Now it came to pass after these things that God tested Abraham and said to him, Abraham, and he said, Here I am. Then he said, Take now your son, your only son Isaac, whom you love, and go to the land of Moriah, and offer him there as a burnt sacrifice offering on one of the mountains of which I shall tell you. So Abraham rose early in the morning and saddled his donkey, and took two of his young men with him, and Isaac his son, and he split the wood for the burnt offering, and arose and went to the place which God had told him. Then on the third day Abraham lifted his eyes and saw the place afar off. And Abraham said to his young men, Stay here with the donkey, the lad and I will go yonder and worship, and we will come back to you. So Abraham took the wood of the burnt offering and laid it on Isaac his son. And he took the fire in his hand and a knife, and the two of them went together. But Isaac spoke to Abraham his father and said, My father. And he said, Here I am, my son. Then he said, Look, the fire and the wood, but where is the lamb for the burnt offering? And Abraham said, My son, God will provide for himself a lamb for a burnt offering. So the two of them went together. Then they came to the place of which God had told him. And Abraham built an altar there and placed the wood in order. And he bound Isaac his son and laid him on the altar upon the wood. And Abraham stretched out his hand and took the knife to slay his son. But the angel of the Lord called to him from heaven and said, Abraham, Abraham. So he said, Here I am. And he said, Do not lay your hand on the lad, or do anything to him. For now I know that you fear God, since you have not withheld your son, your only son, from me. Then Abraham lifted his eyes and looked, and there behind him was a ram caught in a thicket by its horns. So Abraham went and took the ram and offered it up for a burnt offering instead of his son. And Abraham called the name of the place the Lord will provide, as it is called to this day. In the mount of the Lord it shall be provided. Then the angel of the Lord called to Abraham a second time out of heaven, and said, By myself I have sworn, says the Lord, because you have done this thing, and have not withheld your son, your only son. Blessing, I will bless you, and multiplying, I will multiply your descendants, as the stars of the heaven, and as the sand which is on the seashore. And your descendants shall possess the gate of their enemies. In your seed all the nations of the earth shall be blessed, because you have obeyed my voice. Here endeth the first lesson. Blessed art thou, Lord God of our fathers, praised and exalted above all forever. Blessed art thou for the name of thy majesty, praised and exalted above all forever. Blessed art thou in the temple of thy holiness, praised and exalted above all forever. Blessed art thou that beholdest the depths and dwellest between the cherubim. 
praised and exalted above all forever. Blessed art thou in the glorious throne of thy kingdom, praised and exalted above all forever. Blessed art thou in the firmament of heaven, praised and exalted above all forever. Here beginneth the 18th chapter of the Gospel according to St. John. When Jesus had spoken these words, he went out with his disciples over the brook Kidron, where there was a garden which he and his disciples entered. And Judas, who betrayed him, also knew the place, for Jesus often met there with his disciples. Then Judas, having received a detachment of troops, and officers from the chief priests and Pharisees came there with lanterns, torches, and weapons. Jesus, therefore, knowing all things that would come upon him, went forward and said to them, Whom are you seeking? They answered him, Jesus of Nazareth. Jesus said to them, I am he. And Judas, who betrayed him, also stood with them. Now when he said to them, I am he, they drew back and fell to the ground. Then he asked them again, Whom are you seeking? And they said, Jesus of Nazareth. Jesus answered, I have told you that I am he. Therefore, if you seek me, let these go their way. That the saying might be fulfilled which he spoke, Of those who you gave me I have lost none. Then Simon Peter, having a sword, drew it and struck the high priest's servant and cut off his right ear. The servant's name was Malchus. So Jesus said to Peter, Put your sword into the sheath. Shall I not drink the cup which my father has given me? Then the detachment of troops and the captain, then the officers of the Jews arrested Jesus and bound him. And they led him away to Annas first for he was the father-in-law of Caiaphas, who was high priest that year. Now it was Caiaphas who advised the Jews that it was expedient that one man should die for the people. And Simon Peter followed Jesus, and so did another disciple. Now that disciple was known to the high priest and went with Jesus into the courtyard of the high priest. But Peter stood at the door outside. Then the other disciple, who was known to the high priest, went out and spoke to her, who kept the door and brought Peter in. Then the servant girl who kept the door said to Peter, You are not also one of this man's disciples, are you? He said, I am not. Now the servants and officers who had made a fire of coals stood there, for it was cold. And they warmed themselves, and Peter stood with them and warmed himself. The high priest then asked Jesus about his disciples and his doctrine. Jesus answered him, I spoke openly to the world. I always taught in synagogues and in the temple, where the Jews always meet, and in secret I have said nothing. Why do you ask me? Ask those who have heard me what I said to them. Indeed, they know what I said. And when he had said these things, one of the officers who stood by struck Jesus with the palm of his hand, saying, Do you answer the high priest like that? 
Jesus answered him, If I have spoken evil, bear witness of the evil. But if well, why do you strike me? Then Anna sent him bound to Caiaphas, the high priest. Now Simon Peter stood and warmed himself. Therefore they said to him, You are not also one of his disciples, are you? He denied it and said, I am not. One of the servants of the high priest, a relative of him whose ear Peter cut off, said, Did I not see you in the garden with him? Peter then denied again, and immediately a rooster crowed. Then they led Jesus from Caiaphas to the praetorium, and it was early morning, but they themselves did not go into the praetorium, lest they should be defiled, but that they might eat the Passover. Pilate then went out to them and said, What accusation do you bring against this man? They answered and said to him, If he were not an evildoer, we would not have delivered him up to you. Then Pilate said to them, You take him and judge him according to your law. Therefore the Jews said to him, It is not lawful for us to put anyone to death that the saying of Jesus might be fulfilled which he spoke, signifying by what death he would die. Then Pilate entered the praetorium again, calling Jesus, and said to him, "You Are you the king of the Jews? Jesus answered him, Are you speaking for yourself about this, or did others tell you this concerning me? Pilate answered, Am I a Jew? Your own nation and the chief priests have delivered you to me. What have you done? Jesus answered, My kingdom is not of this world. If my kingdom were of this world, my servants would fight, so that I should not be delivered to the Jews. But now my kingdom is not from here. Pilate therefore said to him, Are you a king then? Jesus answered, You say rightly that I am a king. For this cause I was born, and for this cause I have come into the world, that I should bear witness to the truth. Everyone who is of the truth hears my voice. Pilate said to him, What is truth? And when he had said this, he went out again to the Jews and said to them, I find no fault in him at all. But you have a custom that I should release someone to you at the Passover. Do you therefore want me to release to you the king of the Jews? Then they all cried again, saying, Not this man, but Barabbas. Now Barabbas was a robber. Here endeth the second lesson. Blessed be the Lord God of Israel, for he has visited and redeemed his people, and hath raised up a mighty salvation for us in the house of his servant David as he spake by the mouth of his holy prophets, which have been since the world began, that we should be saved from our enemies and from the hand of all that hate us, to perform the mercy promised to our forefathers and to remember his holy covenant, to perform the oath which he sware to our forefather Abraham, that he would give us, that we, being delivered out of the hand of our enemies, might serve him without fear, in holiness and righteousness before him, all the days of our life. And thou, child, shalt be called the prophet of the highest, for thou shalt go before the face of the Lord to prepare his ways, 
to give knowledge of salvation unto his people for the remission of their sins through the tender mercy of our god whereby the day spring from on high has visited us to give light to them that sit in darkness and in the shadow of death and to guide our feet into the way of peace i believe in god the father almighty maker of heaven and earth and in jesus christ his only son our lord who was conceived by the holy ghost born of the virgin mary suffered under pontius pilate was crucified dead and buried he descended into hell the third day he rose again from the dead he ascended into heaven and sitteth on the right hand of god the father almighty from thence he shall come to judge the quick and the dead i believe in the holy ghost the holy catholic church the communion of saints the forgiveness of sins the resurrection of the body and the life everlasting amen the lord be with you and with thy spirit let us pray our father who art in heaven hallowed be thy name thy kingdom come thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us and lead us not into temptation but deliver us from evil for thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever and ever amen o lord show thy mercy upon us and grant us thy salvation o god may clean our hearts within us and take not thy holy spirit from us almighty god we beseech thee graciously to behold this thy family for which our lord jesus christ was contented to be betrayed and given up into the hands of wicked men and to suffer death upon the cross who now liveth and reigneth with thee in the holy ghost ever one god world without end amen almighty and everlasting god by whose spirit the whole body of the church is governed and sanctified receive our supplications and prayers which we offer before thee for all estates of men in thy holy church that every member of the same in his vocation and ministry may truly and godly serve thee through our lord and savior jesus christ amen o merciful god who hast made all men and hatest nothing that thou hast made nor desirest the death of a sinner but rather that he should be converted and live have mercy upon all who know thee not as thou art revealed in the gospel of thy son take from them all ignorance hardness of heart and contempt of thy word and so fetch them home blessed lord to thy fold that they may be made one flock under one shepherd jesus christ our lord who liveth and reigneth with thee in the holy spirit one god world without end amen o god who art the author of peace and lover of concord in knowledge of whom standeth our eternal life whose service is perfect freedom defend us thy humble servants in all assaults of our enemies that we should be trusting in thy defense may not fear the power of any adversaries through the might of jesus christ our lord amen o lord our heavenly father almighty and everlasting god who has safely brought us to the beginning of this day defend us in the same with thy mighty power and grant that this day we fall into no sin neither run into any kind of danger but that all our doings being ordered by thy governance may be righteous in thy sight through jesus christ our lord amen good morning to all good friday which is one of the the two days that uh, we sort of see as complete fasting uh along with ash wednesday so we close the 
Lenten season with the day of fasting, and the idea is will is to you know bring uh, Lent to a close with a, with a good confession, <clears throat> kind of considering what we've learned during the season and preparing ourselves for a celebration of Easter. The lesson of the sacrifice of Abraham of Isaac by Abraham, where the the offering um, where God tests him. It's a, it's a difficult story, but it it um, there's a couple of things about it. One that um, uh, God does test us, and and some of this issue: Does God really test us? Why would God test us? But it, it's, it's of course God does test His people throughout the Scriptures, from the story in the garden where Adam and Eve are tested, uh, you know, to our Lord in the wilderness, and. The point of offering of, of of making Abraham willing to offer his son is that um, even a good thing can be an idol if we hold on to it in, in the place of God. And so um, this is why we have to. This is this is the idea to think about really in, at the end of Lent about um, you know letting go of the things we have a close attachment on, and this is kind of where sin can creep into our lives, not necessarily that we're doing some obvious breach of the commandment, but that we hold on to something too tightly so that it becomes an idol. And certainly family relationships are are subject to that, where we, um, you know, Jesus said, you love son or daughter more than me is not worthy of me. And there's, we're not supposed to love them, but we're not supposed to put that bond above our our uh, duty to God. And, and so uh, that's a good thing just to, to reflect on uh, you know, our test. What, what is it that we hold on too tightly to? Um, I have to confess for the second lesson, I wasn't prepared for John 18 because typically we read Morning Prayer on Good Friday as a second lesson, the wisdom lesson from the prayer book because we read all of John 18 and the Good Friday liturgies. I'm going to read you the lesson from wisdom that the prayer book appoints as the second um, lesson, because it gives us the the pers a perspective from the intertestamental period that lets us know a little bit of gives a little background for the crucifixion. This is wisdom uh, two one and then twelve to the end of the chapter, and it it, it reads like this: They reasoned unsoundly, saying to themselves. Short and sorrowful is our life, and there is no remedy when a man comes to his end, and no one has been known to return from Hades. Let us lie in wait for the righteous man, because he is inconvenient to us and opposes our actions. He reproaches us for our sins against the law and accuses us of sins against our training. He professes to have knowledge of God and calls himself a child of the Lord. He became to us a reproof of our thoughts. The very sight of him is a burden to us because his manner of life is unlike that of others and his ways are strange. We considered, we are considered by him as something base as he avoids our ways as unclean. He calls the last end of the righteous happy and boasts that God is his father. Let us see if his words are true and let us test what will happen at the end of his life. For the, if the righteous man is God's son, he will help him and will deliver him from the hand of his adversaries. Let us test him with insult and torture, that we may find out how gentle he is and make trial of his forbearance. 
Let us condemn him to a shameful death, for according to what he says, he will be protected. Thus they reasoned, but they were led astray, for their wickedness blinded them, and they did not know the secret purposes of God, nor hope for the wages of holiness, nor discern the prize for blameless souls. For God created man for incorruption, and made him in the image of his own eternity. But through the devil's envy, death entered the world, and those who belong to his party experience it. And that takes into Wisdom 3, where it says, But the souls of the righteous are in the hand of God, and no torment will touch them. And this kind of gives us an intertestamental bridge. Wisdom is a book that is written, an apocryphal book between the end of the Old Testament and the beginning of the New. And the narration is really so much that of the cross. And what happened in the intertestamental period that was unique from the Old Testament was that um, in the Old Testament, the idea of of um, God's blessing was that Israel would have many descendants and prosper in the land. And then when Israel went into exile, the, the new theme of suffering for what is right came into play because now being faithful to God uh, often caused hardship. And so we, we get this narrative of the righteous man who endures testing. And the two lessons are taken together. God tested Abraham, but here in the wisdom lesson, it says the people, the, those who oppose the righteous man tested him. And this reminds us, this is that the whole idea of Good Friday is, is a narrative that we enter into, that, that um, our confession is about removing from our life that which is not faithful to God, and then enduring the testing that God brings upon us, and also the opposition we face in life, doing the right thing always because we, after the example of Jesus, are looking for God the Father to justify us and vindicate us. The vindication for Jesus will be in the resurrection, and the vindication for us will be in the renewal of our baptism. When we're vindicated, we're raised with Jesus, and also at the end, at the end when we uh, are finally and fully vindicated in our own resurrection. So a few thoughts about today's lessons. O oh God, the creator and preserver of all mankind, we humbly beseech thee for all sorts and conditions of men, that thou wouldst be pleased to make thy ways unto them, thy saving health unto all nations. More especially we pray for thy holy church universal, that it may be so guided and governed by thy good spirit, that all who profess and call themselves Christians may be led into the way of truth, and hold the faith in unity of spirit, in the bond of peace and in righteousness of life. Finally, we commend to thy fatherly goodness all those who are any ways afflicted or distressed, in mind, body, or estate. that it may please thee to comfort and relieve them according to their several necessities, giving them patience under their sufferings and a happy issue out of all their afflictions. This we beg for Jesus Christ's sake. Amen. Almighty God, Father of all mercies, we, thine unworthy servants, do give thee most humble and hearty thanks for all thy goodness and loving kindness to us and to all men.
We bless thee for our creation, preservation, and all the blessings of this life, but above all for thine inestimable love and the redemption of the world by our Lord Jesus Christ, for the means of grace and for the hope of glory. And we beseech thee, give us that due sense of all thy mercies, that our hearts may be unfeignedly thankful, that we show forth thy praise not only with our lips but in our lives, by giving up ourselves to thy service and by walking before thee in holiness and righteousness all our days. Through Jesus Christ our Lord, to whom with thee and the Holy Ghost be honor and glory, world without end. Amen. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ and love of God, and the fellowship of the Holy Ghost be with us all evermore. Amen. Thank you all for joining us in prayer this morning. Uh, please remember that we will not be having evening prayer on blue jeans tonight. Instead, we will... Um, live stream it after the Good Friday service on the YouTube channel. Thank you. Thank you, Father John. Thanks, Ms. Scarlett. Have a great Thank day. Bye-bye, everyone. Thank you, everyone.